Hey everyone, before we start real quick, I just want to apologise because my audio is so bad. I just arrived back from Georgia and I hadn't had a chance to set up everything. I literally arrived and went live straight away, so it's going to sound rough. Apologies. You sure? Okay. Your event is starting. Would it be easier? And we are live. Uh, before we start, I just want to address the elephant in the room, which is the fact that we are two rectangles on a black background. Uh, that is because um, I had literally 10 minutes to set this up and I couldn't find the assets for the Snappy Tech podcast. I think they're all, they're, well, I know for a fact they're all in the other PC, um, but I've just traveled like 6,000 kilometers in a day or some ridiculous number like that. And I'm, I'm sorry, you'll have to live with it for this one episode. We'll be fine. Nothing, no, nothing's going to break. If you're listening to this, going to burn. If you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, congrats to you because you can't tell the difference. Probably, apart from the fact I also don't have a pop filter on this microphone right now. Um, so if I make any P's or T's, uh, you'll like be you've been doing loads already, right? You'll be aware of that. Uh, or B's, those do that too. Uh, so just so you know, um, no pop filter again. I've just been ridiculously busy i literally got home like less than an hour ago had dinner um i'm currently still technically eating dinner as we record this but you know what it'll be fine we'll live what could possibly go wrong apart from literally everything so paul do you want to introduce yourself real quick just in case you know the stream doesn't know who you are so, because I, I mean, I haven't been on the Snappy Tech podcast for a while, so there's a chance they may have all forgotten me. So, if you have, then I am uh, Paul uh, at Paul Stubbers on Twitter or at Just a Wild Stubbers on Twitch. And uh, yes, hopefully, I'll be regular here again. Whoop, whoop. It has been a, a crazy month or so for the Snappy Tech podcast because there's just been so much going on, but we just haven't had time to get you on. Like, we've had so many different guests over the last few weeks. Um, it's been cool, don't get me wrong, but I've, I've, missed, I've missed your wonderful voice. And by wonderful, I mean extremely annoying, obviously. And Mr. Panda as well. Nope, Everyone's, not even remotely. Not everyone even remotely. is missing that panda. And mm-hmm. I am so glad that I have that desk there to, to let the panda sit on. There is a 0% amount of missing of that panda. So, if I get into the show notes real quick, uh, because although I wrote them, God only knows I've already forgotten them, um, because I wrote them whilst on a plane, or whilst about to get on a plane. Uh, Also, as you can probably tell, I don't have my lighting set up right now. Nothing is set up. This is all... I'm surprised we're even live right now, to be completely honest with all of you. Uh, It it, it genuinely was. Do you want to start the S9, because the embargo did lift? Yes. So Samsung were complete idiots yesterday and accidentally published a video uh, showing off the S9, only issue being it wasn't officially released until, well, an hour ago or two hours ago at this point. Uh, The video showed off everything we were expecting to see about the S9, just, you know, a day early. So the S9 has one rear camera, the S9 Plus has two. The fingerprint scanner has been moved from to the side of the cameras to underneath for better position according to literally everyone. Um, and yeah, it looks it, it looks like an iteration, right? It's a it's an update as opposed to an overhaul. Yeah, it looks like an SATS kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's 
if it wasn't for that camera, um, I would very much um, be saying, what is the point of even releasing it? Uh, from the footage that I've seen of people going through the um, system on it, it still looks like the same, uh, same touch-wise. And, um, of course, they said the, bu- uh, the buttons are in exactly the same place with still that Bixby button. Hopefully that is finally repra- reprogrammable without an ex- Oh, there's a zero percent chance of that one. Yep. Oh um, my god, bloody seen it and they're auto playing videos. Go away. Sorry, the only, so I think uh, the only physical difference is uh, a slightly changed microphone grill and the camera and mm-hmm. fingerprints at the back. It's. Um, I mean, this is the this is the S8 Plus um, for people that don't know. Um, this is a beautiful phone. It feels very nice in the hand. Um, and by putting the fingerprint scanner below the camera, they have fixed one of my um, major issues with it. Um, so, I mean, there's not much they could have uh, changed, but it would have been nice to see more. If it wasn't such a revolutionary camera, I suppose, rev- yeah, revolutionary camera, um, I it's like basically pointless. Uh, the, the big thing for me personally is the... The what they've done really well here is they haven't done innovation for innovation's sake. Like they know that a lot of the things in the S8 just worked, and most of it was fine. Mm. So they didn't change anything just for the sake of it. And I quite like the look of the S8 as it is currently. And so the S9 also looks okay to me. Um, yeah, I see. I the thing is, I don't like when. Um companies change as you say uh, innovation for innovation's sake um if you've got a good um good phone then why change what's good about it um however at the same point um it doesn't seem like they've changed enough uh maybe once we get this year's note device then that's when the big um new things for this year will come um as quite often it will have something ahead of the sort of the S lineup. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, yeah, it, it is very much thought that the the S uh, the Note Nine will be the one with the big changes, right? The um the under finger the under screen fingerprint sensor is very much thought to be coming with the Note Nine potentially. Uh, it's potentially, not yeah. it, it's not hundred percent, but that's if we see it this year it'll be in the Note Nine. Um, yeah. Um you say th- I if we don't see it in the I, I think we're going to see it in a smartphone from a well it's already in a smartphone I know but um from one of the, sort of the big like, oh right okay manufacturers mm-hmm. um and I think if we don't see it in the no I don't we're certainly not going to see it in um the iPhone this year um I'm, uh, I I reckon lo- it will never come in the iPhone I reckon yeah Apple Face ID they wouldn't shoot themselves in the foot like that um, yeah. I reckon Apple have already gotten to a point where they're like, okay, cool, we're done now. We don't. Yeah. So I uh, wouldn't be surprised if it comes in a um, sort of... Uh, don't know about Honor or Huawei. Probably wouldn't come with them. Probably not LG. It, uh, maybe like one of the big Chinese manufacturers or something like Xiaomi. Uh, I could see them actually being the first uh, people to bring out a flagship device um, with it. Yeah, it'll, it'll it'll um 
It'll be interesting. What I do like about the S9 though is the is not only the camera but the fact it still has a headphone jack. Yes. That's a that's yeah, a big plus in my so. book. Yeah, and the, I mean they could have used the excuse, oh we got rid of the headphone jack to add some extra battery, but the battery in the S8 and S8 Plus were great, so they've kept the same size um and I'm fine with that. 3,500 is fine. You know what, Luke in the chat just mentioned this, and he's completely right, and I'd forgotten about it. And I'd on on the drive home oh, from the airport, my dad had had mentioned uh, the S nine because you know he asked what I was talking about in the podcast, um, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to be talking about the S nine, and he was like, oh that's basically the same as the S eight, and it took all of my might to say, you know, the iPhone eight is basically the same as the iPhone six, right? However. Yeah. <laughs> Outside of that, I I was thinking like that mechanical dual aperture, as Luke mentions, does sound epic, and I am highly yeah. excited for that. Um, I, as I say, the camera is the um, the the reason that they've even changed uh, anything from the S8, or the, the reason that there is an S9 almost. Um, yeah, they've added the extra RAM, but that um, that dual aperture um, does sound amazing uh I, I saw marcus brownlee's video and the shots with the camera look very 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 good do they uh, I, have, I haven't I, had a chance to watch any um, official content from what on it. i saw through a youtube video yeah um no I, yeah, yeah that's, I, that's a given i really but... want to see the the rating it gets hmm interesting let me see if i can find some pictures real quick um because i because of course, the, uh, we all know that the Note 8 camera was amazing. Uh, so I think with this upgrade... Because um, the, the cameras... Uh, the, the cameras were the huge pushing point from Samsung, right? The cameras yeah. were security via Knox and something else. I can't remember what it was. Um, but yeah, it shifts between f1.5 and f2.4. Um, what else? It... Yeah, it's apparently amazing, and the fact it's your aperture makes it crazy town, um, especially in the dark, I would assume. I can only imagine the kind mm-hmm. of low-light pictures that thing takes. But yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have to see. That is probably going to be the next phone I buy. Um, my contract runs out at the end of next month. It is, this phone is on its last legs, as you can tell by the massive red line. It runs across the poor screen. Lost, shattered legs, the, yeah. The poor, the poor, poor thing. So I'm going to probably leave it like a month, maybe two, and then buy the S9. Um, or I might get it on pre-order, depending on how much it is. Um, but yeah, I, I know that I'm due... Oh, actually, let's find out. How much is it? Pre-order your S9 today. Oh, I forget. They do that thing where if you pre-order it, you get it a week early. So I'm on, let me make a scene real quick for desktop capture. Oh, this is so, so smooth. Can you tell we were ready for this? Here we are. So this is um, 0% preparation. So the S9 Plus in, oh, what color would you go for, Paul? I have to ask. Would you go for purple, black, or blue? Um, I'd go for the blue. Um, I do, the one I have now is actually like a... uh, Grey blue, um, a very fingerprinted up uh, one. Um, 
Yeah, I'd have to go for blue. It's just, this one's a little rushed. And my webcam is really glitching out. Like, the, the LED, it has, like, an indication light for when it's in use. That thing is flickering like there's no tomorrow. I'm kind of worried it's going to explode. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. No, this, um, this setup tonight is slightly um, rushed. From, uh, my, my slightly is a bit of an understatement. Fun. Apart from the fact I didn't bother charging the batteries in my light, so there is a chance that he's going to die before the end of the podcast. Uh, my side's fine. Um, however, I, d- I don't know why you didn't just switch your computers. All of the assets are on there. And it's actually fast enough to not make your computer lag whilst having Photoshop and Discord running at once. Yeah, that was really bizarre. I'm not sure what happened there, to be completely honest with you. The moment I opened Photoshop, it just started lagging like there was no tomorrow. Um... Yeah, that's... So let me take a look here. So on O2, uh, 250 quid up front and then 50 pounds a month for 20 gigabytes of data. Wait, I'm just doing something. I just realized. But yeah, uh, we'll we'll see. Let me see. I, I saw some comments and then dashed back across. Uh, Inspiring Psych says, I'm not sure I like I like the logo on it um, on the back. I haven't actually paid attention to that, to be completely honest. Uh, let me take a look. Do-do-do-do-do. Oh, because it's under the th- it's like basically center now. Yeah, that's a uh, that's that's a bit odd. It probably looks better on the S9 than it does on the nine plus because it's lower down. How much is it? It's eight six nine for the plus, and the- oof. I mean, it's cheaper than an iPhone. Uh, Luke, I know you got your... Didn't you get your S8 uh, within a couple of weeks of it launching? How does the um, the contract compare to yours or what you was being offered around there? This is... Uh... If it, uh, was it 700 or 699 it, the S8 started at? The S8, I can't remember, but the S9 is at 739. Uh, that sounds about weaker. right for oh, the okay. S8 as well. It's currently 689, but I assume that's been marked down a touch mm. due to the. Yeah, I'm still glad of what price I got my phone at. I can't believe. For, yeah, you got for, yours for like a steal. The contract, not, not only did. Uh, he me the deal that they can get with Samsung, then they decided to knock an extra £7 off basically the minimum they could um, do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, hey, you, you, a month. You practically stole that phone. <laughs> yeah. My, so, hey, uh, Luke is paying 45 a month. This is for the DSA, not the not the Plus. Right. Um, so he's uh, gets an extra 12 gig of data. I could have had 5 gig, but then I wouldn't have got the BT Sport and the fast speed. Um, but he pays 45 a month for 50 up front. So um, got a really good deal. Yeah. I mean, I did get mine in September rather than April. Right? Because the S8 was late, wasn't it? Um, uh, it wasn't that late. Um, was it March, or late March, early April, I think? Uh, it, would have be, right. it would have been March. Oh no, the S8 released April 21st. Yeah. Bloody hell. I thought, I thought, that was I thought, really late. 
Yeah, no, because they had uh, there was something that they had a problem with. They were waiting to be the first people. Was it the Snapdragon eight three five? They wanted to be the first people. Oh, to you're it. right. Yeah, because yeah. they were delayed. Yeah, it had to be pushed back. Sure you're completely right. That was before, actually, I'm sure that's who I found out. But yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, because it got um, released really late, so they could be the first people to have an eight three five. Yes. So I was five months late, which actually for these days with tech, that's basically obsolete. Yeah, it's it practically, <laughs> on the subject of practically obsolete, can we just take a second to talk about, because we, we were talking about how the S9 is basically the S8 Plus, right? Yeah, and however, I, if we want to talk I originally said that. However, if we want to talk about basically the S, like LG, what were you thinking Come on, LG announced the LG V30S Think. Think spelt T H I N Q because obviously um, it is literally exactly the same as the LG V30, apart from the fact that they upped the RAM from four gigabytes to six gigabytes, and the cameras now have some AI behind them. It is it otherwise on- literally exactly the same. Yeah, it honestly feels. Um, like a phone that should have been released at the same time as a plus variant. Um, when, when all your upgrading is basically the RAM and then a little bit of um, uh, of AI stuff, which you can get in an update for the V30 anyway. Yeah, it will be available in a software update anyway. Um, so when the main upgrade is basically the RAM, that is just a plus variant. That isn't even an S variant. Well, the thing is, there um, is already an... I think part of the issue is there's already an LG V30 Plus. Which is the, so, LG, which is the LG V30 with 6 gigabytes of RAM. So they should do a Huawei and just make their names just way too just, confusing. Let me just double check this because I think away. that's right. Just... So the LG V30 Plus is powered by a Snapdragon 835 comes with four gigabytes of ram oh no that's what it was they just stuck more storage in it so it had 128 gigabytes of storage instead of 64 yeah and they called it the plus and it had dual sim (laughs) the the v30 when that phone was first announced i was so hyped for it and then it came out so late and the screen was well it was about as good as a pixel 2s if we're completely honest but it was an interesting one I in the Verge article that's in the show notes, it does say about um, it does make you wonder if they just simply didn't have a good enough upgrade ready for um, MWC. Was it? Uh, yeah, Mobile yes. Conference um, Congress, even. So, and to be honest, it sounds a perfectly viable option. Um, it sounds like they've literally shoved out an upgrade to say. That they've got a new phone out uh, whilst they're working on something new. Um, well, I can tell you precisely why this has happened. And that's because LG claimed earlier this year or last year, somewhere around there, at some point they said that they weren't going to release a V40 or a G7, G8, whatever the next number is, um, at MWC. They said that they were going to stop from the yearly release cycle and instead of releasing a phone a year, they were going to release the phones when they feel like they're done. Like when they're ready to ship. Um, the issue is, you have a massive event like Mobile World Congress 
where you really don't want to turn up empty-handed, and this is what you end up with. Yeah, uh, that's like it's commendable for a company only putting out upgrades when they are ready. However, that kind of promotes uh, one a bit of slowness because it's like. Oh, we don't have a deadline to make. We've got all the time in the world. Uh, but it also does promote things like this of making an upgrade for n- no reason. It's, I'm, I mean, if if you were going to buy an LG um, already, then great for you. You now have a slight upgrade that you can get, presuming the price isn't uh, too much more. Um, but chances, if it is any much. If it's much more, the extra two gig RAM doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, it's it AI. was just bizarre more than anything else. It was just so I was so confused. LG Mobile annoy me. They make some very good phones, but some of the things they do, but their screen side of it is the side that I love. That I love. Yeah, their their TVs are good. Their phones displays not so much. We had a discussion about this, actually. I remember talking about it. It was myself, you, Emily, and Greg. The four of us were talking about the LG screens and how shrinking them were an issue. We have an LG TV. It is gorgeous. It is absolutely beautiful. Um, I I love that thing to pieces. Because my up is at zero right now, apparently. And we're back. Apparently, me trying to switch webcam sources killed something. Uh, I have no idea what's going on right now. This 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 webcam is not happy. Right, uh, my my upstream is back. My internet just kind of the up cut off for a second because I could still hear you and all. That was really bizarre. However, we're back now. Um, I was just saying that um, LG's TVs are great. Like we have an LG TV downstairs. It is gorgeous. It's a 4K HDR screen. Beautiful TV. Their phone screens. Not so much. The G2 that I had, the screen was very good, but there was a weird yellow uh, burning Huey effect to it, um, which was specifically uh, was a lot more noticeable on white screens, but was noticeable on most screens. Um, and it did get a bit annoying at times. But as a screen, it looked very good. Um, but yeah, no, uh, they just can't quite seem to to shrink down down those screens samsung uh weirdly enough as as luke said uh, samsung mobile displays are the best in his opinion i can agree with that as well from all the ones that i've seen yeah um, on, on mobile I'm... definitely i think um i think on tvs though i think it's very much lg yeah I and it's... I, I it's a switch round thing it seems mm-hmm. like samsung can make it on a tiny scale blow that up and suddenly uh no it's yes. not that they're bad, it's yeah. just that they're not as good. I feel like, you know, yeah. you know, no, Samsung no. TVs are great as well. They're just not as good. Yeah, I think LG screens aren't bad on the phones, but... I mean, considering... Oh, they the, are. The no, pro- no, no, they're bad. They're... Did you see the V30 screens? Oh. Like, they were terrible. I haven't seen the V30 screens. They, they are very bad. Considering the promise they gave with the G2, with how good that looked, as I say, with the burning issue over time... It's a bit of an annoying, um, but the promise with how good that looked, um, and it was at the time, it's the highest um, P 
PPI of any screen for that year. Um, and it looked absolutely amazing. And then they've just slowly got, somehow got worse rather than better. I think it was the jump from um, LCD to OLED that did it for them. Like the fact that, like their LCD displays were decent at that size. Yeah, uh, yeah, the G2 had the yeah, the LCD. Which uh, is stupid that they jump to OLED and that's where they go wrong. Whereas with the LG TVs, they go to OLED and they're amazing now. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I mean, I, I haven't seen one apart from in the shop, so from what I hear. But um, yeah, LG. One of the things that does annoy me with LG as a company is some of the mistakes they just make. Things like with the Apple display that they did, with the, the blue um, tinting issues, some of the burning issues with their screens that they've done in the past year. Yeah. De- I mean, they are an amazing screen maker. Um, and for like the, mon- the monitor's case, that should be somewhere where they uh, excel. Um, yet they make such rookie mistakes. Um some of these things were noticed within, like with the burning issue and all that and the blue tinting, that was noticed within the first week of the phone being in the hands of users. Um, so it should be something they should have noticed. They didn't. And it's and, and it, they showed how quick it was to fix because the second uh, batch, it was all fine. But uh, I, I don't think they were. I don't think all the LG V30s the- are yet. For oh, well, uh, for the Pixel, I know that had the issues. The, the Pixels, even um, those, are very much hit and miss. I believe. I think. I thought the second batch was meant to. Fix I think they're better, but they're not. They're still not one hundred percent. If I recall correctly, because I was um, I saw it on Twitter the other day. They're saying that the uh, the screens are getting better, but still not at a hundred. Um, Luke says Samsung should acquire LG. Uh, it just doesn't make any sense from Samsung's point of view. Yeah, Samsung have nothing to get out of that. It would be interesting to see LG and Samsung make a phone together, which would never happen, but it would be no. interesting. But I think from business sense, um, uh, Samsung are doing amazingly well on the phones by themselves. They don't need the help there, and they're doing good enough on the screens. Um, and uh, or the prices that they sell their TVs for, yet yeah, they still sell so many. Uh, they're doing pretty well. But yeah. he, Luke said about um, he loved my um, my G two in maths. That was <laughs> uh, I'm I'm sure I've told you about uh, in maths we tricked my uh, my maths teacher who was the deputy head of the school quite a strict uh, teacher he knew his IT and stuff uh, we tricked him into thinking the projector was forty or that it's getting to the end of its lifespan um, so it needs replacing um, How? and and. Because uh, uh, on the G2, it has the remote. So I used to turn off the... Oh, uh, yes. I used to freeze the projector, turn them off, zoom them in, uh, and all that. And um, yeah, yeah horrible, uh, horrible to this man. day, we, we don't know how we kept a straight face when uh, we were speaking to him about saying projector's faulty. Um, I, I really don't understand how we both kept a straight face. You are a horrible, horrible person. Samsung would dominate the TV market and take a bigger leap into the PC monitor market. I know they make monitors, but LG are bigger. Uh, yes. L- LG don't really make gaming monitors, do they? Um, I think Neither do Samsung, as far as I'm aware. Yes, I think they... I think Samsung, as a business um, acquisition of LG, 
uh, it would actually be better for them to keep LG and Samsung separate if they did ever buy them. Um, because LG have already got their reputation as an amazing screen yeah. maker. And um, all that they then do is share the technologies, um, share research departments, just put a different label uh, and maybe a slightly different um, stand design or stuff like that um, on on the Yeah, Samsung potentially. Um, that, that as a business thing could work um, for some of these Samsung screens would be... Um, a lot better uh, because they should be LG screens repackaged. But frankly, for the money it would cost, it I suppose LG is a company money um, to possibly make that deal work. But I I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, it's it's an odd one. I I don't I honestly don't see it happening partially because LG is just too big. Mm. Right, but I I don't think Samsung has the cash to buy LG. See, uh, an acquisition that would uh, someone buying LG that would make sense is Apple. Uh, I, I, you know what? They're basically doing it already. They yeah, are. Uh, they already, of course, have um, all the LG screens mm-hmm. um, for the, the iMacs and all that. So, I for for Apple as a um. Because I was watching an interesting video earlier on. Uh, there's certain parts of it I was kind of like, yeah, no. However, they, they did make a good point that um, Apple don't really make big money acquisitions generally. But when they do, they don't do it for the brand name or whatever. They, they usually do it for the talent of the company um, and for their pa- uh, patents. So they can... Um, sort of improve their services generally so i think if they did L- did take on lg then they'd get a lot of um very good um patents and very good screen makers that suddenly would would actually help them uh, with their own products i think i just want to say um luke said lg are a failing brand and i adamantly disagree with you there in fact so do the graphs i pulled up um a market summary of lg electronics their market cap is currently at seventeen and a half trillion um, Korean, uh, whatever the, the the currency is in Korea, Korean Koreas. Um, uh, uh, Korean currency. I don't know what it is. Oh, it's one. Of course, it is. Um, Oh, yeah. So, 17.44 T1 to US... Uh, let's go with USD. Screw it. USD. So, they're currently at, I would assume... Yeah, they're at 160 mil... Uh, no. Oh, my middle screen has just cut out. That's useful. And it's back again. This computer is a uh, definitely its lost legs. Paul, are you still here? Yeah. Okay, cool. Just be quiet. Just worried for a second there. Um, so the value is a uh, one point six billion ish US dollars, uh, using simple mock paper napkin math. But you can see they've actually been going up since July twenty seventeen. They've uh, they dropped at the end of January, uh, but they've been going back up lately. 
Um, so as a brand, you have to remember, LG make a lot of things that aren't phones and TVs. They make, you know, all kitchen appliances. They make fridges, stuff like that. Um, that's the thing. Even if um, LG Mobile is... Yeah, LG uh, Mobile might die, but LG Electronics is uh, huge. Yeah. I mean, their, their screens, um, like for them, monitors, yeah, but their TVs, that will always be, I think for a long time, be a big brand. But yeah, the, the um, fridges, washing machines, uh, all that, and they've got a lot of uh, things outside of that. I can't, because uh, we've been to a, lots of events where we've seen LG there, and we've been like, I didn't even realize that they actually did this too. Oh, yeah. It's um, been, cr- like, some of the stuff we've seen them doing has been crazy. I mean, some of these, because these enterprise events, you don't find TV manufacturers there um, or washing machine manufacturers. You're, you're finding big enterprise tech and you're realizing, wait, these do this too? Um, and it is crazy, um, some of the companies we uh, find at these events. So, for example... Just as a just as a quick example, their um, home appliance and air solution, which yeah. which is basically like air conditioning, they've made a six point eight percent increase year on year between six twenty sixteen twenty seventeen, selling um, over four million units. Um, what else do we have? Vehicle components because they make those as well. Apparently, yeah. Um, Home so, entertainment, so TVs, speakers, things like that. Um, their income is currently at uh, 366 uh, billion Korean won uh, in Q4 of 2017. So, you know, um, their net income is about half of that, 182. Um, but when you look at sort of the bits that are making money, like the the mobile is actually one of the smallest parts of LG purely because of how much money they lose on it. Like they're they're basically sinking money in the mobile part because they're making money on their TVs, their washing machines, their fridges, their air um what you call it, air purifiers. Yeah. Um, um see I to be honest, I um that's probably why they've said we'll release a phone when it's ready. Because they are sinking enough money into the uh, into the that side of the company uh, and not getting enough back out of it, so from their side of things, it uh, takes a little bit of a financial pressure off, um, and they only release phones that are at that point perfect in theory. Um, <laughs> I think I think Samsung are doing whatever they can to take over LG's current market. Uh, Samsung also. I I think Samsung and LG are the two top brands. Uh, and for, LG are definitely um, number one TVs. purely if you look at their high high like their ultra high end. So Samsung may dominate the high end, but I think LG will dominate the ultra high end. If you look at their wallpaper TV, for example, that thing is mm. next level. The, Samsung the have nothing close to that. Yeah, um, tech. I mean, um, with, with some of their new types of displays, and of course the wallpaper uh, display that they are. They're not just taking the same concept and just making it a little bit better if they can. They are making new things that they can do and um, just astonishing us all as they go along. Um, so I and 
Samsung, I think, dominate the higher. Uh, the high, high end is, as you say, LG. Samsung dominate the higher. I think the, the mid to low end is still LG, though, because they do some amazing displays for very good prices. And unless I went to a brand that I don't particularly trust or haven't even heard of, there's not many brands that can that can really better LG at any price point below the grand or two. Um, so I think j- just really right. quickly, I just want to say LG Electronics, which is what we were just looking at, right? The whatever it was, 160 billion market cap. LG Electronics is just one subsidiary. LG, yeah. uh, what are they called? LG Corporation have one, two, three, four, five, six subsidiaries. LG Electronics, LG Display, LG U Plus, I don't know what that is. LG Chem, which is chemical. It's actually, LG Chem is the largest Korean chemical company. Um, LG Life Sciences and LG Solar Energy. So they have, like, U uh, Plus is apparently a cellular carrier. So they're a carrier. Um, it used to be called LG Telecom, uh, again, in Korea. So their their revenue as a whole, back in 2012, I don't think we can get any more up-to-date figures of that. Um, I'll see if I can find any. Was $143 billion. Um, I'm trying in 2017. LG, oh, that's the LG Electronics. Yeah, the LG Electronics is the only one I can find. I think uh, since 2012, they've all been spun out into separate things. Um, the Electronics has definitely been branded out, but LG makes so many things. Um, I think Samsung are doing whatever they can to take over LG's current market. They are, but they're also doing whatever they can to take over Apple's current market. Doesn't mean they'll uh, they'll win it, unfortunately. And so, so, remember Sony TVs? They were they were always quite good. Sony TVs are all right. Yeah, they're still okay. Yeah, they used to be so expensive. I mean, the fact that LG Electronics, which is probably not their biggest money maker. The others probably make um, similar, if not more, money because of um, enterprise stuff as well. Uh, that that alone is making forty-one billion pounds um, in revenue a year, which is certainly not a small figure. Um, presuming I've just typed in the right amount of zeros there. Um, that is so... always a question I ask myself. I'm like, is that the right number of zeros? Have I gone one zero too many? Because you never know. <clears throat> Can we talk about the Insel CEO? Um, I, I I think we're going to keep this episode to not much longer than an hour. Just heads up, purely because I'm tired. Paul's dying. Yeah. Um, so I'll probably run for about another fifteen minutes, maybe slightly longer. Um, Sony's Bravia TVs, just real quick. Their their, their um, interface is actually really good. The Sony interface, I really like. Um, the screens themselves, I don't think look too bad. I haven't seen one too recently. Um, but I know their interface was definitely touted as being one of the best. Um, so I want to quickly talk about the Insel CEO, because that guy is um, the epitome of douchebaggery. Uh, I just want to... Can I just read you this statement? And can I hear your opinion on it? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I had sent an email earlier, but I was told that some of you announced to colleagues that you do not want to make a purchase of the game and or a review. Frankly, this leaves me pretty disappointed. 
Of course, I cannot force you to write a review, let alone tell you what to write, but I should not have to. Neglecting the importance of reviews will ultimately cost jobs. If WB fails, Insul fails, IME fails, and then we will all have no job next year. So I'm asking you either do... I'm asking you either of do the follow that sentence makes no sense. That that the sentence literally reads, so I'm asking you either of do the following buy the game and present me the receipt until Friday night, for which, together with a claim form, you'll be reimbursed within twenty four hours, or explain to me tomorrow why you do not wish to do this. I would like to discuss this individually and privately with each of you and will follow up. What a douchebag! Yeah, and I think the Steam reaction to it is what it deserves. Um, Mm -hmm. Just saying, you cannot do this. This is not right. This is against all that this service stands for kind of thing. Uh, And the fact that want to be trolls and downgrade it or fake reviews of people that have worked closely to the project worked well, on the project or no people if your OPS crashed no 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 uh, can you just re-say that sentence because my up like went down oh, okay. to zero again um, I, I don't know I, I think it's an OBS issue to be honest because I'm keeping my connection with you just fine yeah oh um, I just want my other computer back why I'll see you later, Luke. Thank see you later, you Luke. Thanks for joining us in whatever the hell this has been. Uh, <laughs> this has been an interesting one, if nothing else. Uh, mm-hmm. Next week, we'll hopefully be back to our full glory, which is still not that much glory now that I think about it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Thank you for joining us. So, yeah, it's no um, big mystery that there are occasionally false, uh, good false reviews um, or good uh, reviews made by people that are either know people that are working on the project, worked on the project or worked or helped the people out working on the project. Yeah. Um, that This is something that's happened a million times before and will happen a million times again. But at the point where you are being passive aggressive to um, your employees he, uh, and sort of backhandedly um, threatening um, being fired if you don't um, review the game in a good light. Um, it's just ridiculous. Um, uh, this CEO, does he actually own the company or just run it? I have no idea. I can't even get his name right now. Uh, Patrick Steeple or Steeple. Let me find out. Um, oh, hey, Swadine. Basically, what's wrong with the layout? George is oh, very lazy. So yeah, can you expl- today? Okay, can we? Can you not be a douchebag about it, please? I highly um, appreciate since, it if you are want a bit of a douchebag. Since when am I not a douchebag? The, the issue um, with the layout is that gonna... it's, I'm on a different computer. Um, yeah. And so we've also been having issues with this stream. But hey, it's the life I lead. Um, 
hopefully come or I definitely come next week I'll be back on the normal PC uh, come Wednesday I'll be back on that come tomorrow actually um, so we'll be back to normal next week this has just been me uh, trying to throw together a show for this week so um, we've been having a couple of issues with the upstream we've been having a couple of issues with the video hopefully it's not too terrible you'll also notice the lack of a pop filter on my microphone it's just the life I lead it's all down the drain. Um, I can't seem to find whether or not he founded the company, um, but I do know that. Uh, well, the reason it was in the show notes is because that original email was sent out like two weeks ago, um, but the, they got dropped by Steam just yesterday. Um, also, the game kind of looks like. Uh, I know I said this about um, Arena of Valor, but this game. Also kind of just looks like bloody League of Legends. Uh, it's not too far off. In fact, watch, looking at it right now, it looks almost exactly the same as League of Legends. Like to, What's to, the name of the game again? It's called Wild, Wild Buster. Buster. Like, to the untrained eye of myself, I genuinely can't tell the difference between this and League right now. Apart from, like, the art style and the camera. Yeah. Like, the, can, the, um... the UI layout is practically identical. Yeah. Oh, you know what? To be fair, it looks like the gameplay mechanics are different. Like it's not. It 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 looks like it's not a five v five, that kind of deal. It looks like it's saying it's a different kind of game, but um, visually it does very much resemble. What the hell is going on here? I don't even understand anymore. Whether it's copying League or not, it looks crap though. Looks like a terrible game. But Paul, if you don't pay for a game and then give it a good review, you will be fired. Swardeen, yes, I'm back in England. I literally landed like two hour, two and a half hours ago in the UK. Uh, so I'm not exactly well rested. For the moment we finish this, I'm going to sleep. That is my intention. I literally, uh, when I landed in the UK, I called my sister like, as, I, as I got off the plane. I was like, Kate, I need you to have a coffee ready for me. So she like went to Costa and like I was like, oh hey guys, and then I grabbed the coffee off my sister. I was like, cheers, drank the coffee, and then came home. Oh man, but yeah, hopefully uh, this this layout will be fixed by next episode. Um, for the highlights show when that happens at the end of this year, I'll uh, I'll, I'll put it over this. So it'll be like we had it here all along. So it'll be mine and your secret, but it wasn't here all along. Just in case there are any highlights from this episode. <clears throat> Paul, I want to end with... Because um, we're, we're going to call this episode short. Because we've been going for about 45 minutes. Um, so we're, we're going to call it a short one. I'm tired. You're dying. Um, honestly, I, I think it's just the best idea to do. We don't want to drag it out pointlessly. How can we not talk about... The NRA giving FCC chairman Ajit Pai a literal gun as a reward for killing net neutrality. <laughs> I'm still not over it. I'm still. It's still hilarious. Still hilarious. <laughs> oh man! So for for the uninitiated, so for everyone, I guess listening, I sent the link to this story to Paul earlier today. And accompanied with a message of just ha 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 ha, like going on like eight times. Because the moment I saw the headline, I just burst into laughter. 
and I haven't stopped since because it is so ridiculous. So the National Rifle Association um, gave a gave FCC Chairman Ajit Pai a handmade Kentucky long gun to thank him for his brave stance in favor of lining the pockets of billion dollar telcos by repealing net neutrality. This is this is the man who has been. Um, called corrupt by his own organization just this week um let me find the exact i just want to point out also that the nra gives gave a zip pie a a, this courage award and the gun for quote saving the internet that's apparently what he was doing he saved the internet everyone (laughs) Oh man! There's not much you can say about this story. You just either have to sit, you just laugh and laugh, or just be like, "Oh yeah, this." Ah, I like your note for it, by the way. Oh yeah, that's that was all I could. That's all I felt like as I as I was reading the headline. Um, here it is. So, 15th of February, ten days ago. Um, the FCC is under investigation by the regulator's inspector general following a series of decisions that appear to favour one of the country's largest media owners as the Jit Pie made a big play to cut back rules in an effort to bring back light-touch regulations, but but lawmakers are suspicious of a number of decisions that directly benefited one media group, Sinclair Broadcasting. Ah oh, man, where do we where do we start here? God damn it! We doesn't everyone love a zip pie? Because I know I do. In our uh, sort of the, like the first Snappy Tech podcast we mm-hmm. did, there was basically always an Apple story uh, or a Google story, or like get an slightly story, close to the mic, Paul. There was always an Amazon story. Or yeah, Amazon, story. Facebook, um, Apple, Google. It was always like at least two of those four. Yeah. But it seems like every other show that I've been on um, for like for about since October or something, it seems like every other show there is a high uh, controversy. It's mm-hmm. like, can this guy keep himself away from controversy? He should be using his lack of net, uh, net neutrality to just block all of that website, all of these uh, websites from the internet or something. Um, it's. <sighs> can I just can I just read what Dan Schneider, executive director of the American Conservative Union, said whilst announcing this prize? Oh yeah, I I've just read that. He and... said, and I quote. As soon as President Trump came into office, President Trump asked Ajit Pai to liberate the internet and give it back to you. Which is almost as bad as the next bit, where he went on to say, Ajit Pai is the most courageous, heroic person that I know. (laughs) How do you take this seriously? How does anyone take the internet seriously after this? Yeah, the internet is doomed. 
This also happened, and no, and I the register mentioned this. This happened literally a week after the school shooting in the US. Like, is there no sense of irony here? Yeah, Just the the same week that the NRA uh, in the news because of their stance on keeping guns around, um, and they just do this. Just it seems like to to drag the away the fact that they're actually dicks. Oh, I just I'm I'm in pure disbelief on all of this. To be completely, I just I just don't even to be honest. I just don't know how to how to respond or feel about this whole thing. Because clearly we live in some deranged reality where Donald Trump is president and Ajit Pai is apparently a hero. Yeah. Because if, uh, if we're in a simulation, this isn't the one I want to be in, frankly. Also, we have people that uh, watch us speak about things because apparently we give it uh, some kind of spin on topics that are interesting. Um... Yeah, I feel like Most the idea of us up. giving a spin on topics is too much in itself. Any intelligent topic, anyway, as well. Um, get, let us give um, a spin on topics like um, fluffy rainbow dogs. Um, fluffy rainbow dogs. Go on, tell me more, Paul. Tell me about um, these fluffy rainbow dogs. So the, these dogs, they're they're adorable and they're really they're really fluffy and they're they're multicolored. Um, Paul. And maybe a little bit spot on there. Paul, I just Google searched fluffy rainbow dog. Can you do the same? And just look through the pictures that come up. This is terrifying. Uh, Or actually go on to images. Yeah, this is terrifying. I am legit... What what is this? What is this madness? So remember when we said I'm dying? This is really going to kill me. Who, Who does this? Why? Okay, so some of these are toys. That's another real dog. For Christ's sakes. Oh, there's an adorable little Labrador there. What the? That's a cat. But this poor dog. This poor thing. Why would you do that? Oh my days. These poor dogs. There's a fluffy rainbow um, uh, butt plug. Yep, I saw that and skipped right over it. But thanks for saying it out loud, Paul. Thanks for ruining any hope of monetization that we had. Here I was, like, really hoping the YouTube algorithm wouldn't pick up on it, but no. I mean, there is a uh, a uh, unicorn further down the page, so that's basically the same thing, right? Oh, it it is ridiculous. It is frankly crazy. And any any dog owner who does this to their dogs deserves to be shot. They deserve to be spayed or neutered. Yeah. Preferably I'm both. Search on Amazon, um, fluffy. Oh no. Dog. And if there's any cheap enough one, I'm going to buy it for you. So, fine. Should we end on Android Go, and then we can call it a show. See, I made it rhyme. See what I did there? Are you proud of me? We'll we'll, Um, we'll make this quick, because there isn't much to talk about. So the first ever Android Go phone was announced today, uh, because it's Mobile World Congress. Um, It is the Alcatel One X. 
It is um, technically the first Android Oreo Go edition phone. Um, basically, what Android Go is, is it's the same as regular Android, but designed specifically for low-end devices to keep it running fast and smooth. So all of the apps are built with low memory in mind. About one gigabyte is is like the most you'd expect in an Android Go device. The One X, for example, has one gigabyte of RAM, a quad-core MediaTek processor, 16 gigabytes of storage, and a 960 by 480 display. Not exactly a... Not exactly the quickest of phones. However, it costs roughly a hundred euros, so it's not exactly the most expensive yeah. of phones either. See, hundred is hundred dollars, which is about sixty pounds. This 65 I pounds. I can see this costing about a hundred pounds. I reckon it'll yeah. be about more. It'll be more or less a hundred. And at a hundred pound, yes, it's a cheap phone, especially if you compare it to the earlier on. Um, however. At that kind of price, you can go on Amazon, buy one of uh, like Wiley Fox phone or something like that with far better specs, a screen that is more than four eighty p. Because that number, that resolution number, just hurts. Um, Oh, you know what? I'm looking at this right now because I was wondering how right you were. Turns Mm. out. The Wiley Fox Spark X has a 5.5 inch HD display. Mm. Uh, HD meaning 720p in this case. Yeah. 3000 milliamp battery, 30 megapixel main camera, 8 megapixel selfie camera, whatever. 2 gigabytes of RAM, 16 gigabytes of storage, expandable up to 64. Costs 70 pounds right now. It's 140 usually. It's on discount. You can get it for 70 pounds. Yeah. So let me, let the, me show us the idea. Look of, at this. Um, Android Go makes sense to me. Having a lighter version of Android that you can install on really cheap devices. However, that Alcatel phone doesn't make sense at that kind of price. Um, I want a full Android experience with better specs than that. At least make that screen better because that screen sounds horrible um, for a hundred dollars or what would probably end up being a hundred pounds. You say, uh, even if you say 80, 90 pounds, that is not good enough. Maybe yeah. Five and ago, and so yes. like the, uh, the Wiley Fox Swift too, which is the slightly higher end one. Uh, can 16 gigabytes storage, two gigabytes of Ram. However, a slightly larger display, um, dual SIM 4G usually 160 pounds is currently 110. Uh, yeah. So that's that's not too shabby. The thing is, I've uh, I would legitimately consider buying one of these phones um, to review if I could afford them because looking at those specs at that price, the specs are very good. Um, mm-hmm. and... I had a I had a coworker who had a Wiley Fox Swift too, um, actually. Actually, uh, as their secondary phone. That's a Wiley Fox phone. Yeah, but to be to, like, I've emailed them and they never replied because I asked them for a review unit and they didn't reply. So screw you, Wiley Fox. But I love you really. Please send me. Frankly, phones. it doesn't spe- cost them much to send us a review unit. At that <laughs> yeah, I hate, hate to break it to you, Wiley Fox. The phones aren't for, that expensive. At that but, price, um, it's it's so good. For, uh, the specs look so good for the money. I don't know how it 
will actually perform in, in person. Um, however, it is what well, is very tempting, and the, the phones do actually look good enough for me to try, uh, go over to one of them for um, a few weeks. Especially yeah. their higher end ones, which, and the, their higher end one, the highest one, I think, is only about two hundred and twenty quid anyway. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, but. I think the idea of Android Go is useful, and I think, you know what, Android Go might actually be good on Wiley Fox phones as well. Yeah. Um, I, I can see them using that as a good thing. Um, so Android Go as a whole, maybe this isn't the best device to show it off on. It's also about two months out. Um, so um, Vlad Savov of The Verge, who wrote the, the article, said that the first phone was so sluggish that it felt broken. The app drawer stuttered every time the camera couldn't hold an image and he says i quote and i quote here i somehow watched the dialer render from a low to high res after it opened i didn't know that was possible yeah uh, that phone dialer that was the real thing that was like wow how bad though he did say once um he got another unit it was a lot better however there was still a lot of stuttering but at that point, it was feeling a lot, uh, a lot more yeah. reasonable. So he, and then uh, Google and Alcatel both had a statement prepared saying um, the phone doesn't ship for another two months and therefore there will be quirks of both the hardware and the software that are being ironed out and should be gone in two months' time. Yeah, I, I as I say, I do see the point of the android go um but it's only if it's put into um into the right choice of phones at the right price this alcatel one doesn't make sense to me um if you're spending that much money on a phone how hard is it to get an extra gig of ram in there uh at that point android go massively necessary because that's um, a big limiting factor, I think, uh, at this point, uh, because even the cheap, uh, cheaper mobile processors are at the point where they're powerful enough to do. Um... Yeah, you look at something like the Honor phones, right? Those, you know, we've made fun of their naming conventions before, but oh, their phones God. are genuinely amazing value for money. Mm, very, very much so. Um, like okay, if uh, I so... if I hop in right now, one second. S- some of their yeah. flagships uh, come out; uh, they come out at flagship prices. Yes, but a lot of their phones are very good value for money. And um, and fr- frankly, if you're if you are buying um, a phone at a hundred pound um, or a hundred to two hundred pound, then they're one of the companies that I'd say go for rather than um, an Alcatel Android Go. Yeah, the the Honor 6A is a very good phone, uh, which is their sort of cheap one. Um, not as cheap as the Honor 9 Lite, uh, which is... Oh, sorry, it, the Honor 9 Lite is more expensive, I should say. However, it's currently £70 off, so at £200 is a bargain. Comes with dual front and rear cameras. Um, so four cameras overall, which is crazy. It has a... Um, Gender beauty mode, whatever that means. I'm I'm sure some SJW is going to be pissed off at it. Um, 18 by 9 display, more or less bezel-less uh, on the top and bottom. 
it's close. Uh, it's got a bit of a chin because there's an honor logo down there, but it's it's close. It's close-ish. Um, octa-core processor, three gigabytes of RAM. What's really great for Honor and Huawei is that they have their own processors, right? The Kirin processors. So they kind of have that better value for money from that point of view. And if you buy these two hundred pound, this two hundred pound phone, not only is it two hundred pounds, but you also get seventy pound wireless headphones with it. You get um, they're basically like the Jaybird headphones I use. They're basically like those where there's like a cable between two earbuds and they collect connect over Bluetooth. That reminds me, I need to plug these in. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh I think we're gonna call it a sh- have we hit an hour? We hit just over an hour. That's fine. That is all I wanted from this episode, to be completely honest. I am genuinely um, I've been travelling since nine AM Georgian time. Now for reference, it is currently two AM Georgian time the next day. Um You sure you didn't just go back? In time, seven hours. Oh man, yeah, I'm I'm almost sure, kind of. Who knows? I don't know. But, you don't really pay much attention sometimes. Yeah, right. It's crazy. It um, but yeah, it's been a it's been a busy day. I've travelled. Let me t- let me tell you exactly how far I went today. Let's find out. Okay, so Google Maps menu, your timeline. Fun fact: if you've never done this before, if you have Google Maps on your phone. Go and take a look at your timeline because it is kind of terrifying and kind of cool all at once. So today I travelled two thousand miles by plane and eighty miles by car. Uh, So car slash bus. So it was eighty miles or two and a half hours by car, and then two thousand and ninety-four miles or five hours and twenty-five minutes by plane. It was. Not fun, for lack of a better phrase. Um, also, this doesn't include the drive home for some reason from Luton to... Let me add this. So that's actually wrong. Um, we drove 126 miles over roughly four hours. So it was it was about nine hours. Nine and a half hours of travelling today, more or less. With a massive three hour gap in the middle as well. Of just sitting around in an airport, trying to not get my PC taken off me. Should, do you want to talk about oh. that real quick? Wait, um, quickly. Um, my mum has just went to Lanzarote today. Her flight was uh, it took off at eight forty-five a.m. this morning. She was finally at our hotel by uh, I think it was ten hours later because there it was a bit windy. Uh, in Lanzarote, so they had to stop off in Fortaventura. Uh, they was only meant to be there for half hour, ended up waiting around for ages. Once they did get to Lanzarote, they um, had to um, go around a few times before they could actually land. Because um, I, th- I think uh, before they actually left Fortaventura, they, um, uh, when they finally got the clearance to say, yeah, you can actually come here to land now. Uh, they had to wait over an hour for a takeoff slot. Oh, that's reason. fun. Yeah, so ten hours. That uh, not to mention, we left at quarter to seven this morning, so it's twelve hours before she was at the hotel. 
for a four hour flight that was traveling is not fun I'll, I'll just put that out there right now it is a real pain in the ass especially when it goes wrong like in especially when it goes wrong yeah who would have funked it so for those of you who don't know three months ago to the day more or less i think it might be like one day off or something but it's more or less three months of a day um i went to georgia had zero problems getting there Who'd have guessed it? The UK, the UK customs, as I was going through, were like, "Yeah, who, who the hell would bomb Georgia?" Um, especially from the UK. I was just like, "What? Who are you kidding?" Um, so, so they looked at my computer. They knew what computers were, believe it or not. Uh, you know, it was all fine. Whatever. On my way back today, so I woke up at nine a.m. As I mentioned, I spent three hours getting to the airplane. I then spent two hours sitting around waiting for the check-in to open right check-in desks open go up to a check-in desk put my suitcase on a scale and they go hey that uh that suitcase of yours it's four kilos overweight and i'm like hmm i'm i don't think it is however i'm also aware of the fact that my handbag is definitely two kilos overweight i just don't want him to check that because <laughs> the moment he does i'm like you know what i'm just gonna be i'm just gonna go along with him right now just so he doesn't check the other bag right so he's like yeah and i'm like you know what what do i do here like what's the course of action he goes so what you'll have to do is either take out some weight put it into a different bag or buy more weight and i was like oh okay how much how much does that cost and he's like it's 10 euros per kilogram in my head i'm like that is a ripoff publicly out loud i'm like oh yeah that's fine (laughs) because you know that's something i'm capable of doing like pretending to not be outraged (laughs) so he, he gets me to pay 40 euros which just for the record if I if it was anyone like from Georgia that had to pay forty euros, forty euros is literally triple the price of the plane ticket, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, oh, and it's also about a week's wage, isn't it? If yeah, it's, more... it's roughly a week's wage in Georgia on average. Um, so you know, whatever I pay the one hundred and thirty lorry, whatever it works out to. Uh, pay that go back he then puts my bag back on the scale just to, like make sure and the bag is suddenly like two kilos lighter i was looking at this guy like oh my fucking god i can't believe this just happened but again i'm saying nothing because i know that my other bag is like two kilos over makes See, up for it right yeah that was it right <laughs> so you know he he you know puts the finger on it and he looks at me like did you take stuff out of his bag i was like no it's i didn't touch it i just went paid came back he's like are you sure i'm like yeah i'm 100 certain why and he's like it's just lost two kilos in weight and i'm just like oh fuck you <laughs> so whatever that suitcase goes i'm like whatever whatever put my hand he then asked me to put my hand baggage on which is up to 10 kilos put it on and it's like 12.2 or something and he just like gives me this look and it's just like screw it just just take it just go just just get out of here i'll pretend i didn't see that just go i'm like you know i thank him pretending i didn't pretending i didn't already pay for those two kilograms obviously you know good thing you didn't uh you didn't argue with right so i i walk out with that and then go into security right 
Now, as I mentioned, getting into Georgia was no issue because British Border Patrol looked at my stuff and they were like, oh yeah, cool, some light bulbs and a, a computer, like whatever. Georgian security, they weren't quite sure what a computer was. <laughs> so first, so I, I want to, the Georgian TAV, the Transport Aviation something, something, I don't know what TAV stands for. Tav. Tav. The, um, Tav. Does it actually stand for anything? I don't even think it stands for anything. It might not. So basically what happens is I'm at this airport and they go, yeah, can we, uh, and, and so when I was coming to Georgia, I forgot that I had the PC in that suitcase. So they like, it went like, it like went through the scanner. They were like, what the hell is in this suitcase? I was like, oh yeah, it's a computer. I completely forgot. My bad. Sorry. Took it out of the suitcase. They rescanned it. They were like, yeah, fine. Whatever. Here, however, I go, hey, listen, there's a computer in this, you know, put it into a separate tray and go, you know, it's a PC. Apologies. You know, it's massive, whatever. If you want me to explain what's in there, I can, you know, they put that through. I then take out my laptop, put that in a separate tray because, you know, I'm a responsible human being. Um, wow. I can be a responsible human being. They then take that through and then um, I I also put my Nintendo Switch in a separate thing along with the rest of my electricals, right? My phones, stuff like that. My watch, etc. All of that goes through and the sec- I have never seen the security person's face light up in the way that that person's face lit up. They were like, we've got a terrorist on our hands. Like, they were they were excited. They were like, we're, we are kicking this guy off the plane yeah, today. Light up makes it sound like we've got a cavity. <laughs> no, no, no. Luckily, that wasn't, that wasn't on the cards. Um, so basically, they then go, like... So they open up my suitcase, which I took the PC out of, and they go... Are these are these light bulbs? I'm like, oh yeah, these are just you know whatever. They're my lighting light bulbs, right? They're, they're for photography. Whatever, they're just, they're just bulbs, whatever. And they go, no, 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 you don't understand. Light bulbs are strictly prohibited on planes. I'm like, what? What? What do you mean? And he's like, yeah, you're, you're not allowed light bulbs on planes. I'm like, I'm not sure that's I'm not sure that's true. However, as I go to contest this point. I hear out out of my side, like, one of the guys is like, I'm not sure we can let this guy keep this computer. I'm like, and you know, so immediately my panic goes off from the 20 pound light bulbs onto this 1200 pound PC. And I'm like, and I just kind of, instead of being like, I'm not sure that's a rule. I go, you know what? Throw away the light bulbs. I don't care. And then turn to the guys talking about my PC. And I'm like, so tell me about this PC. <laughs> And they go, yeah, listen, like, our x-rays, our, our x-ray scans, just, we, we can't tell what's going on in there. And I'm like, it's a, it's a, comp- you can't tell what's going on in any electronics. That's, that's just how they work. Like, yeah. I can take it apart if you want. Like, give me a screwdriver, I'll build it again. Like, come on. So I take off the, the uh, case, right? So I t- luckily it's held in by four thumb screws. Oh, the, the other thing they really enjoyed taking a look at was I have a wallet ninja. Um, I think you're aware of what this is. It's like a... It's basically... Oh, the tool thing. Yeah, it's like a credit card-sized tool thing. And every time I go through security, they look at it like, huh, what's that? And then think nothing of it, right? 
because it's the size of a credit card. And when I'm like, oh, because I, I know it like attracts attention because it looks a bit funny, like for an x-ray. So I'll take it out of my wallet and be like, oh, you mean this? And they'll go, oh, like it's a mini toolkit thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see it has to like hex screws and a bottle opener. And they're like, oh yeah, that's really cool. I should get one for myself. And I'm like, yeah, you should. And I put it back in my wallet, whatever. These guys were on such a witch hunt. They were like, oh, you could, you know, you could, that's, that's basically a screwdriver. You could, you could use that to make a bomb. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> like these guys are really trying to push their luck here. They obviously just saw you walking through the gate and like, okay, we've got a quota to it. I'm out. Right? They clearly had some kind of quota they hadn't met that this month. But there are only three days of them. It's a short month. They didn't have much time to hit this quota. <laughs> so, oh, you know, I then explained to them that it's like a tool that I use that I carry around in my wallet at all times because you never know when you might need a hex key. I don't know whatever uh, so at this point i'm taking the case uh the, the like metal case off my pc and as i'm doing this i hear on the other side of me two security people talking to themselves one of them's like oh my god you should look what's in this guy's backpack he has more in there and they're like they're like salivating over the, the amount of electronics i have on me right now <laughs> they're in disbelief so this person starts like opening up my backpack and they're like, oh yeah, it's like, there's a bunch of cables here. Because I have like four micro USB cables, right? Because I, I've i charged four devices at once, believe it or not. So they're looking at those and then there's like, uh, there's my gimbal, right? They're looking at the gimbal like, what is this black stick? Well, is it some kind of beating device? Why does it extend? It basically... They, they think it's some sort of weapon. Uh, no, black, no, it's wait. a camera stabilizer. <laughs> wait a second. A black stick, is it some Yes, kind I of know the euphemism. Effect? Shut up, Paul. Now isn't the time. <laughs> it is. And I have to, like... I have to, like, take my phone out and, like, you know, put it in and, like, explain to them. No, it's a, it's a gimbal. It stabilizes a phone. And they're like, oh, my God. God, that is some sorcery. I'm like, no, it's just it's just a couple of motors, to be completely honest. But sure, it's sorcery, whatever. As long as you get off my back about it. Put that away. Finally take the lid off this PC, which has taken like a few minutes. And they look at it and they're like, you know, I'm not sure... I'm not sure we can let you through with this. I'm like, what do you mean you're not sure you can? Like, I got here with it with no issue. Like, clearly, because it's here. Right? I have a British passport. You can see the date I entered this country. Right? Like, come on. And they go, yeah, we're uh, we're gonna have to call in our PC specialist. I'm like, what? You're what? And he's like, yeah, yeah, we have this guy. We call him in whenever we're sh- not sure if something's a computer or not. I'm like, you. And in my Wait, head, obviously, does that happen a lot. Apparently so. But in my head, I'm like, you have to be fucking kidding me. You, you, you do not have a P. Is this a? I start looking around for cameras. I'm like, is this a fucking? Am I on a prank show? Is this? Is Roman Atwood about to jump out? Like, hey, we pranked you. Like, that is what I'm expecting at this point. <laughs> Wait, and I, who's the Georgian version of Roman Atwood? I have oh, no idea. Can, can they afford another camera? Probably not. Okay, yeah. But, <laughs> but like at this point, I'm like, these guys have to be kidding me. This is. This has to be some form of joke. And then their bloody PC specialist turns up and spends 10 minutes evaluating my PC. All right. He, he, he's like, well, looking... was he running benchmarks? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it's too powerful to be a PC. It's a bomb. It's a bomb. <laughs> oh. But um, 
but yeah so so he is looking at this thing like making sure it's a pc and whilst doing so also questioning me as to why i have this pc because you know at this point they don't care about the rest of my electronics they're like what is what is this black box because that's literally what it is right you've you've seen it right it's, it's yeah, like a, it's, a tiny black, little cube. it's a black cube and they're like what is this black cube doing i'm like um and they're like so why do you have this computer i'm like oh i was, I was volunteering at a local tv station like, ah, oh, what were you doing? Like, I was producing TV. Like, ah, oh, so why do you have a computer? I'm like, so I could produce the TV. <laughs> I was just like, can you, can you see a trend developing here, maybe? Could you possibly ask different questions? <laughs> Obviously, I said that in my head, because if I'd said that out loud, I'd be shot on the spot. Could you possibly stop fixating on the thing that is very self-explanatory? Right. <laughs> so, you know, after like 10 minutes of being like, I think, it, you know, I think part of what threw him off was that there are free hard drives in that PC, right? And he's like, these, why are there free the amount hard- of porn on here? <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was like, because, you know, hard drives, like, to the uninitiated, do I have one that's like right next to me right now? Hang on. I have a drawer with a hard drive in it. You know, if you imagine one that's like twice this, this is a laptop hard drive, right? But if you imagine like double the thickness of this, right? It looks like a block of something, right? So I, I, you know, and when you see three of them on inside one, I'll admit, not very cable tidied PC, <laughs> it looked a bit dodgy. And I was like, no, those are hard drives. And I'm like, see, that's a SATA cable and that's the power. Like I had to break down what a PC was to these people. Did, like, d- did you do a PC build guide for them? I might as well have. Like, I was so tempted. Like, uh, we have a you PC. Just, you should have got your Chromebook out and just brought up Linus Tech Tips. I, I should have brought up Snappy Tech, to be honest, because I did a PC build guide like a year back. I was so tempted. I was like, look, this is me making videos, right? See, I can make videos. This is what I use the computer for. Uh huh. <laughs> but here's the thing that's not even. The so all of that happens they finally let me through right after convincing them that i wasn't some form of terrorist which luckily they finally believed after way too much convincing Surprisingly. Um, right that was the craziest thing the fact they believed like i was re- i was starting to doubt that it was a pc myself what, like, what did it get to the point you were starting to doubt yourself did you legitimately think Wait, am I a terrorist? Is this really a computer? <laughs> there was, there, but no, it didn't quite go that far. But there was a point where I was like, there was a point where I was like, is this PC even worth the hassle right now? Like, this PC is probably the most expensive thing in this airport at this moment. Is it even worth it? Like, that was I, genuinely I, my thought process. I would have thought it would get to the point where it's kind of like, okay, I've spent this amount of time on it already. I'm committed now. I need to finish this. <laughs> It was a bit of both. But you know what? Well, they let me through, whatever. And I have priority boarding, right? Because it's a, it's literally a fiver for priority boarding and an extra bag. Why would I say no to that? Right? So, so I get through the gate. The plane finally touches down. It arrives late, whatever. Um, I go to... I hand my ticket to the... Oh, and by the way, just so you know, it's the guy who weighed my suitcases, the guy who's also taking my ticket as I go to get on this plane. So I hand him my ticket and he's like, no, you need priority. I'm like, no, I, I have priority. You can, you see how I have two bags here, which indicates I have priority. 
I I have priority. He's like, no, no, no. You, you, we, I would, I would have stuck a thing on your ticket. And I'm like, well, you didn't. But I have priority. <laughs> He's like, no, no, you don't understand. I'm like, no, you don't understand because it's five pounds, and I would have spent that five pounds three times over just to not deal with you right now. So I, I luckily I'd kept my paper boarding card that I like printed off. And I like show that to him because it has like a breakdown of everything you've bought. And I'm like, see, priority boarding. He's like, oh, my bad. I forgot to put a sticker on your ticket. I'm like, yeah, it is your bad. <laughs> Get on the plane. No big dramas. Travel for five hours. Land in the UK. Pick up my suitcase. Walking through. No goods to declare. Massive security guy comes up to me and goes, excuse me, where are you flying from today? I'm like, oh, I've flown in from Georgia. He's like, oh, okay. Do you have any cigarettes on you? And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, there's, I've got some. Because uh, my nan gave me some cigarettes to bring with me to the UK. Because they're cheaper over there. I'm like, yeah, I've got some in the suitcase. And he's like, oh, I'm going to need you to come with me. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Whatever. I'll come with you. So I go with him. And he goes, listen, uh, so here's the thing. Uh, do you know how many cigarettes you can have with you? I'm like, I don't know, like two two packets? I, like two, not not like carton yeah, packets but like two big. yeah i'm like i don't know like two packets i believe he's like actually it's a uh, 200 i'm like oh yeah that's that's what I, yeah you see that's the the two the two number was in my head i just didn't remember what it was you know what it was alluding to and he's like yeah, yeah you can have 200 cigarettes i'm like oh okay but 200 but, singular cigarettes is it yeah like 200 cigarettes yeah. right so in a packet there's what 20 i assume yeah so you so can have 10. like 10 cartons so one yeah. one wrap yeah one block i believe they're called um i'm like oh yeah i yeah that's that's clearly the number i meant i meant 200 as opposed to two blocks um and so he goes yeah can you uh show me where these cigarettes are i'm like indeed i can because i'm an intelligent and i put it right at the top of my suitcase just in case this occurred so i open my suitcase and he goes yeah uh this is actually you're only allowed one block. That's 200 cigarettes is one block. And I go, oh, I am so sorry. And he's like, so what were you, how long were you in Georgia? I'm like, oh, I was, I was there for the last three months. He's like, what were you, what were you doing there? And at this point, I'm so fed up of answering this question, but I just went, I was volunteering at a TV station. Like, that's what I was doing. I was helping at a TV station. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what, and he like keeps looking through my bag. Now, my suitcase is so densely packed right now that, like, as he opened it, it, like, popped open. Like, things popped out. Because in my suitcase, as well as all of my clothes, I have the two camp- the two light stands, this arm, and my backpack, which has all of my camera equipment. Right? It is full to the brim. He pulls out my backpack, and he's like, what's, what's in here? I'm like, oh, that's my camera equipment. And he goes... And he goes, why do you have recording devices? And I'm like, no, 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 it's it's a cam- it's a camera. It's you know the TV station I was volunteering at had a, had a camera with me. He's like, oh, okay, zips it back up, leaves it there. And he's like, are you okay with putting all the stuff back in here? I was like, yeah, yeah, no, we like because you know I don't want to be confrontational to the security guy because it will only end badly for me. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, 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 it's fine. I'll handle it. Don't worry about it. I'll do it myself. You know, fear not. So as I'm putting the stuff back in my suitcase, he's like, it's not an issue if I check your other bags, right? I'm like, no, go for it, whatever. He opens the bag with a PC in. <laughs> and at this point, I'm just like, 
yeah, that's that's just a computer. It's just a it's just a PC. And he looks and goes, oh okay. And like I, the biggest sigh of relief I have ever released just went, oh thank God. Like he didn't question it. He was just like, oh yeah, cool, it's a computer. <laughs> And he checked my backpack, and I was like, and you know, I explained to him my switch and my camera thing, and he was like, oh yeah, that's fine. Left, whatever. He gave me a verbal warning for the cigarettes, didn't take any of them off me. He was like, you know, just so you know, for next time it's 200, not two blocks. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Apologies for the misunderstanding, completely my fault. He was like, yeah, I'm going to let you off with a verbal warning this time. And I was like, cheers, you're a great dude. Have a nice evening. And then I walked away. Um, in, in the hurry to like repack my bag. Um, I'd also, he'd taken out the box that my clock was in, like the glance clock. And that was just in a cardboard box. And you know, it's just like a cardboard box that's like this, this, this size. And it's pretty dense. And he was like, what's this? And I was like, oh, that's just a clock. He's like, oh, okay. He wasn't entirely convinced. So, you know, and I was like, yeah, that's just a clock. And in my rush to put everything back in my bag, I hadn't actually put the clock back in my bag so i was kind of i had like my suitcase my two uh sorry my backpack my two suitcases and i was kind of lugging this clock along so as i walk out and see my parents who are like oh my god it's george i hand them the clock and i'm like just take this just take this off me right now go around you know say hi whatever get back to england minus two light bulbs almost minus a pc and almost minus a pack of cigarettes so so then your parents say so George, uh, what do you have in your in your case there? Uh, can we can we search it? Um, what, what, <laughs> oh, you know what? What, what I is was, this device? <laughs> they called me just after I'd paid for forty euros for the, yeah. for the weight allowance thing, and I just was not in the mood to talk to them. So they were like terrified that I'd like kill, like you know, they were just like, "Oh, hey, George, that's a really nice clock you've asked me to hold." Why is it not in your suitcase? You know what? That doesn't matter. It can the clock can be wherever it wants to be. <laughs> like they were just too afraid to ask questions at that point. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh um, man. Anyway, I do need to get off. Because... Yes, we're gonna call. Oh, we, we've ended up prolonging this to an hour and a half, which makes it a decently length show. Look at us go. So, Paul, yeah. if people want to check you out, where is the best place to do so? If you wish to find more of my lovely face. Uh, when I say lovely, horrible, um, you should go to snpy.tech slash Paul. It has a link to my Twitter on there. And on my Twitter, there is a link to my Twitch. So follow me on both of them. I do stream two or three times a week. Um, but on my Twitter's wherever I, I say on there whenever I'm going to stream. Awesome. Go check that out. Paul has actually been picking up streaming lately. He's been doing it more and more often. Um, we did a stream together. So if you go to um, twitch.tv slash snappytech you can see when we played uh, Left 4 Dead 2 together which was fun um, that was a genuinely good time and then yeah it's a good check that out if you enjoy this podcast go to smpy.tech slash podcast for the audio version uh, go to slash patreon to support us on patreon or if you want to donate go to slash coffee we have lots of good things we have lots of fun tiers on the patreon so go do that highly suggest that you get lots of exclusive oh, behind the scenes looks and stuff like that go do that thank you so much for joining us we are live every sunday at 8 p.m gmt as of now because i'm back in the uk look at me go aren't i amazing i'm not it's a lie it's very uh, very lucky that he's 
was a bit touch and go there. It was. It was a bit touch and go. I don't know how we've managed to do a, practically a full show, but we have. So, we so will tonight's see... episode comes from a prison in Georgia. Yeah. It, can you imagine? Like, I'm, I wouldn't have been surprised if I'd had to, like, cancel the show because, like, I hadn't got on the plane or something. Like, I had a, con- I had a contingency plan of, like, I had a... I genuinely had the, what is it, like the British Embassy phone number on speed dial ready just in case. Because there's a British Embassy in Georgia, of course. So I had the number like ready to call in case something went wrong. Um, luckily, it didn't. So, all is well. Paul, thank you for joining us. We will see you all next week when hopefully I'll be more high energy. Paul will be more alive, kind of, if he's here. Who knows? Yeah, if I'm alive. We will probably have Greg Morris on next week, which will be great because I miss Greg. Haven't heard from him in a while. He has a home pod now. I don't Hashtag blame Greg. Hashtag blame Greg. At GR36. Go do that because it's always Greg's fault. And I will see you next week. Bye.